friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, where friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, crying, hug, friendship solid as gold. My soul could whatever started a year ago. We share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, NKOTB. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW. Hashtag friends forever. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. So I'm all messed up on my fast because we're doing intermittent fasting. Right. <laughs> if you didn't know. Like, this is our new thing. And it's working. Like, <laughs> what? It is working. It's, it's crazy. Working. It, it, it is, but Nikki messed up today. And and as yeah, did I. I messed up. And here's what happened. Okay. So usually I'm used to eat, eating. I do an 18-6. So that means I do 18 hours of fasting and six hours of eating. Now, same, same. Listen, I've done a lot of research on this and my husband's been doing it for like nine months. And he is so healthy yeah. Like he's lost close to 40 pounds. He looks great. Um, He's got a lot more energy. He's so I was like, OK, so I looked at him and I was like, OK, let's try this out. The first time doing it, I don't know how hard it was for you, but it was super hard for me the first day. So scare scarily. It's been pretty simple for me. Really? Yes. And most days I do 18 six. Some days. I do 12. No, uh, 20. Wow. Four. Wow. Just because that's how it happens. Wow. But so I've I've been doing good. But today I struggled for for some reason. I struggled. My routine was off this morning, too. I think that's why. So I broke my fast early. Me too. 1130. I didn't eat anything, but I had... um, I haven't been having coffee in the morning. I have mm-hmm. it in the afternoon. Yeah. But I I had errands from this morning and I went into work a little late. And on my way, I stopped to go to coffee with almond milk. Mm. So that broke my fast. Right. I didn't eat. Yeah. Okay. But I still, I like I've been doing a clean fast. Yeah. And I've been like, I've been very good about it. So I did do that today. So that's not a big deal. I mean, it's not a huge deal. I ate. Which, you know what? I think that's fine. But I had ice cream cake. It was my father-in-law's retirement. But here's what it happened. Yeah. You can't break your fast with foods like that. Wow. I I learned that the hard way. What was I going to say? What was I talking about? And then I'm going to talk about about intermittent fasting. You had ice cream cake. So I had ice cream cake. And sorry, I got I had to tell Brooke something real quick and we got off topic. Um, I'm not going to include it on the podcast because it's dumb and And, you wouldn't care. So, um... I broke my fast with ice cream cake. I'm just going to say sometimes it's not good to break your fast with that. And it made me sick. Oh. And then I didn't eat it like because I had a little bit of pulled pork. Yeah. Because they had um. they had a whole like feast for Kevin's dad's retirement party. That's really nice. And so then I didn't eat anything like because I didn't feel good. Right. So I went too long without eating anything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was like, I've got to eat something before Bryn's game because I eat at 1130, so I have to stop at 530. Right. So I had a cheeseburger. 
but that's all I had. But that's all I wanted because, like, I felt like I had to eat something. Right, right. Then I'm sitting here and I'm, like, friggin' starving. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so hungry. Mm. So I just had a bowl of cereal and I messed well, up. Well, yeah. I so mean, now I, I won't. I'm going to just start tomorrow at 1230 normal. Tomorrow's a new day. Normal thing. Yeah. And, you know, I'll probably gain a pound, but I'm not going to weigh myself. So. No, don't. And tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. Just like it is for me. Yeah. Life goes on. Right. So, yeah, it's 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 working for me. Yeah. Um, I did low carb for a long time and. Um, it's, it worked a little bit, but I didn't get the results that I really wanted. And I was working out. Um, I think for me, it's because I can't have cheese. Um, yeah. And that was the only thing that was like keeping me sane. So it's just, I don't think I can do completely like, like low carb. Right. That like, Well, that's hard too. Cause it's very restrictive. I mean, right. Right. I feel like I can eat more normal. Yeah. I do too, and I feel like I'm not overeating. Well, sometimes I sometimes feel like I do, but I do, and then I'm like, oh, I'm paying for that, and then I remember, right? And then like I'll forget because I'll be ravenous. See, that's that's my problem is I will open my window with a lot of food, mm-hmm. and then I regret it. Yep. So I need to like be mindful and like don't don't eat all that. No, start small, right? And if you're still hungry, go back, right? So that's what I did with meatballs the other night. I love meatballs. Except the Ikea meatball sauce doesn't go well with Italian meatballs. Just don't do it. Oh, yeah. I could see that being kind of like So we just need plain meatballs. We thought we bought plain meatballs, but we bought Italian meatballs. Yeah. Well, plain meatballs can be hard to find sometimes. Yes. We found some like kid ones that are little tiny ones. Yeah. But they've been hard to find. I buy the Hannaford brand Swedish meatballs. And they're like plain so they have no seasoning in them. They don't have Italian seasoning. Okay. It it goes really well with like a cream, like mushroom based type sauce. Okay. So it would go probably well with the Ikea I sauce. I think that it would. That you can yeah. buy on Amazon, by the way. Oh, you can? Oh, yeah. <gasps> I've never had it. So I'm Considering gonna we didn't end up going to Ikea and we didn't get any more meatballs. Right. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> so other than that, also this week has kind of sucked. I'm just going to say it. I had a good week, except for this whole thing. We have wasps in our house. Oh, yeah, that's they were uh, looking for like winterization. Well, OK, so last year we got like a few. We had like a few. Come oh, really? In, but they just came in and died. Like it was oh. like they were coming inside to die. Like we found a lot of dead ones. Oh, weird. Um, And we didn't know where they were coming from. And there was only a few. So we just didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Well. No. This time, there was like 10. And then all of a sudden, there were 20. Oh, my God. Like, I didn't count them, but there was like about no, 20. No, but there was like a swarm. Right. And I'm like, Kevin, call the exterminator. So he called the exterminator guy and the guy comes. Like, he came like right away. Like, I yeah. love our, our pest control. And he's like, yep, you got yourself uh, a nest. And it was in between the walls. Oh, that's like a nightmare. Because when you, if you leaned over, you could like hear the buzzing. Like in the kitchen, like where oh, the picture window is. Yeah. You could like hear the buzzing. So we, what we needed to do was we needed to like make sure there were no, because we had a hole in the wall. So they were coming in from the hole in the wall. 
that the electrician who had come like a while ago, like yeah. drilled into the wall for an outlet and then decided that was the wrong place, but never filled in the hole. Oh, like we never used him again. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we were like, he drilled like two places and then he was like, oh, never mind. Let's use this place. And then he never filled in the holes. Like he was supposed to come back and he never came back. Oh, I would have been irritated. Uh, yeah. I was like, there's holes in my wall. And then Kevin just never fixed it because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was when you lived here. Oh, yeah. There's a hole in my ceiling. Oh my I'm gosh. pointing to it because <laughs> the pipes froze. And Kevin went at the ceiling because Brooke was living next door and she needed a shower. Went at the ceiling <laughs> with hair dryers. So the pipes, because the pipes were frozen solid. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, he smokes them out. Oh. Like with sawdust and like, yeah, pumped it full of sawdust. Like the sawdust was coming in, so it, obviously there was like a connector piece there. Yeah, and then he was like, "Just let me know if they start swarming up because they're gonna be angry." So I'm like, oh, "Yeah." Uh. They are. So he's looking at me and I'm looking at him through the window, and he's like pumping. I'm like scared, so I have Kevin on the phone because Kevin wasn't here. It was just me. He had to come in my house. Well. Oh God. My house is a wreck because we're moving. Obviously, you guys know that. Right. So anyway, there was only a few that came in and they were pissed. Of course they were. And uh, you could hear them going. It's like making my skin crawl. There was one down here. Got down here somehow. I think it just flew downstairs and like, and then it died. Yeah. It was like on the floor. What do wasps eat? I think like, I don't know. I know they kill bees. Oh, they do? Yeah. I feel kind of bad for bees. Yeah, they're in danger. Well, at first I was like, we can't kill them because they might be honeybees. But they're not. No, no, they were wasps. They were angry wasps. Yep. I would like to know what... There's no reason for wasps, as far as I know. It, that's that's my whole thing. Like, What, they're just what purpose pest. do they serve? I don't know. Maybe you guys None. can enlighten us. So anyway, that's our non-NKOTB, non-80s, 90s related news for you. Update. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Keep checking out our Pinterest. We're getting some traffic. It's nice. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm posting lots of stuff. Yeah. I keep finding all kinds of good stuff. All the posts you see on Pinterest are all Nikki because I don't know I how to use Pinterest. I freaking love it. I, at nighttime, when I'm laying in bed, that's what I do to go to sleep. I just go through stuff and I'm like, and I organize it. It makes me feel so complete. Oh my gosh. When I go to sleep, I watch TikToks. And I YouTube. Been, I haven't been watching TikToks as much anymore. No. Just because I've been Pinterest. I've yeah. been like podcasts, like laser focused. So that's what I do. That's what the wasp sounded like. And then before that, I was like TikTok focused. <laughs> 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 so we have a block party today for you all. Hell's bells. Get excited. Get Let's, excited. We should intro. Let's do it. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is my so-called whatever. Welcome to, to the, the block, block party. party. We ain't leaving out nobody. Doop, 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 doop. Dooper, dooper. I love podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> so when are we going to do a live podcast? Soon, right? I, I don't know. We got to do one live. That would be fun. I think we've talked about it. Yeah. And we're going to do video too. I have an idea and I sent it to you. 
that I would like to do. There are these things. Oh, the... I'm not going to tell too much about no, it. No, I, 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 no, I didn't And it's see. kind of like it would be like a video and an audio component. So like it, the, it would benefit either one you could listen to. Yeah. And it'd be like an unboxing. Yes, I saw that. And it looks really cool and they're not that expensive. And then we could do a giveaway. It'd be fun. So that would be fun. I think that that giveaways are always fun. Yeah. I've got giveaways for the mixtape experience. <laughs> yep. Um. So listen, I think I told you this, yes. but my computer's dying. Yes. And so I have to do this on another computer. What so I computer? can no longer do it on my computer, on my iMac. So do you have this other computer? I have another computer. Oh, yes. Okay. I just have to transfer everything. Oh. So that's kind of a pain. Yeah, it is. So that's what is holding me up now. But as soon as I get everything transferred, which won't take long, but I have everything organized. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, then I can pick up where I left off and get it, get it, get her done. So maybe you were right about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no. Merry Christmas. Hopefully it'll be before that. So happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Oh crap! My ankle hurts a lot. The one you it's broke. Raining. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I keep it keeps getting like stiff. Oh no. So Whew, excuse me. Should we read some stories? Yes, we should. Okay, and I think you went first last time, possibly. So I think it's your turn. Yes, but listen, um, real quick, if you've got scary stories, we want to hear them. And scary stories. Don't necessarily need to be scary. Like, they can right. be paranormal. Right. That weren't scary. They can be not ghost stories at all. They can be alien stories. Yeah, okay. I'll have Brooke read those ones. Um, And then... They could just be Halloween stories. They can be Halloween stories. They could be like, you had a, a murder that happened in your community. It was kind of scary. Not to you. Hopefully not to you. Yeah, Correct. no. Like, but in your community, like there was like a murderer on the loose, right? Or like a every every community had a man in a van, right? Everyone had that man in a van. I was always looking for the the black or blue van. Always, always. When I was selling my wares at in the end of Nan's driveway, <laughs> I can remember one going by, and I got nervous, and then I realized it was my uncle Roger, <laughs> and then I was thinking, is he the man in the black van? Oh, but no. seriously, and everyone like there was always I feel like every school or every like com like school community type thing mm -hmm. had like a like like, you know, yeah, flasher. the flasher had a flasher. But maybe there's other like urban legends. Probably. So like send us your urban legend or send us your yeah, whatever. But like, but like if you've got like an urban legend in your area, I want to hear it. I like conspiracy theories. Me too. Like I think that stuff is in like the really pizzas at Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese with Shane Dawson. Look it up. Google it. Crazy, crazy. It is. Okay. And I put it to the test at Chuck E. And Cheese. And it was real. No. Oh, it wasn't. No. Our pizza was normal. Oh, Okay. It didn't look like a Frankie pizza. <laughs> Where did you go to Chuck E. Cheese? In New Hampshire. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. 
All right. So without further ado, we've got our first story. Here we go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thanks, NSYNC. Here we go. One more time. Everybody's feeling fine. Here we go. Yes, yes, yes. Here we go. NSYNC has got the flow. I miss them. Me too. I mean, I feel like there's something of ruin. Me too. I have felt it. I have felt like this energy. Just the different pictures that have been posted, like the one mm-hmm. of Joey and Chris with Kevin. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what's his name? The piano. Oh. Or he's the music guy. Not the piano. He's like the music guy. Ah, I think he played the keyboards. I'm not sure. Oh, well. Now I'm second guessing myself. But I just feel like, but no, you're right. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's something a brewing. Me too. So let's let's get it going. Let's wait. You've got that's nope. That's Backstreet Boys. You've got a friend in me. No, <laughs> we've got it going on. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Come on, cause Backstreet's got it. Come on now, everybody. Going to read the block party story. <laughs> Here it goes. Sarah's and Kyoto B mixtape tour in Nola experience. That'd be New Orleans. Brooke just dabbed. You guys, Brooke just dabbed. What the (laughs) (laughs) That was great. When the tickets for the mixtape tour went on sale, I was not prepared. I had just moved to a new city, Boston, and rented a new apartment. Concert tickets were not in the budget for me at that time. During the last tour, I'd purchased meet and greet tickets a month before. Two different shows with no problem, though. So I was not too worried. By April, I had a new job and was looking for tickets. I found a ticket on a Facebook group for selling new kids tickets. It was front row in New Orleans for face value. I quickly contacted the seller, who was super sweet and helpful from the beginning. It takes a lot of trust to buy a ticket like that, but she was fantastic. The day before the concert, I went to the airport early. I got checked in and went through security only to find out my flight was delayed. Oh, crap. And sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, An hour later, it was delayed again. Uh Oh, after another hour, it was canceled. I rushed out to the desk and was told there was no reason for the canceled flight and they would not help me rebook. What? Thank you, Spirit Airlines, for your excellent customer service. Oh, oh, Spirit. You really take a risk when you fly. Oh, my God. In the highlighter in the sky. Oh, you really do. You really do. Mm hmm. As I was waiting for my refund, I was looking for a new flight on my phone. Thankfully, I was able to book one of the last flights out that day. I had to walk to a different terminal and go back through security. It turned out okay because there was a Wahlburgers in that terminal at Boston Logan. Yay! I love that Wahlburgers. That was a good Wahlburgers. Did we eat at that Wahlburgers? Uh, Kevin and I did. Oh, okay. When we went to LA. It was worth it. I think I think it was LA. Maybe it was another trip. I, t- I went... And ate there one of the times. Like we had breakfast. Remember, I had breakfast food. It was. It was when we went to I LA. I think it was when you went to LA. Yeah. And it was so good. Mm. I finally got to Nola about five hours later than expected. Should I say Nola or should I say New Orleans? I don't know. I mean, I think Nola's all right. All right. I finally got to Nola about five hours later than expected. The girl I had bought the ticket from had offered me a ride to the arena. Normally, I wouldn't have accepted, but I knew we were spending time together anyway because I had negotiated a Jordan photo spot out of the ticket deal. So I accepted the ride. When she pulled up to my hotel, there were four other girls in the car with her. I had been concerned 
about going to the concert by myself, but all of a sudden I found myself in a group of girls and I quickly became friends with them. Most of them had met through going to New Kids concerts on the cruise. I fit right in. That's awesome. That is awesome. We got to the venue early and completed our photo group very quickly. Somehow we were the second group to go in and got to wait inside in the air conditioning. So what I didn't know is a lot of these photo groups were outside. Well, yeah, it seems like I've like I didn't. We were very lucky. Would not have survived. No, we were so lucky in Boston. Melted. Oh, my gosh. Melted like I did at Hershey. Right. No, I was just a freaking. I was right. I was a pretty picture. Let's just say. I mean, I don't know who that person is in the photo that I took with John. A ball of sweat with a smile. I don't know. I like the picture of Bren, but not of me. No one will ever see it. John looks great. Did you see that picture? I did. I don't think it was a bad picture. I really didn't think it was as bad as you think. Which picture were you looking at? The only thing that stayed on were my eyebrows. (laughs) Hey, well, that's something. Yeah. Um, doop a doop. It was 80 degrees and threatening rain outside, so we were super thankful to be inside. Our meet and greet was a week before Jordan's birthday, and I wanted to give him something. Mostly, I just wanted something to talk to him about. I thought if I could give him something cool, I would have something to say. I bought him some M&Ms. They were special, though, because they had his picture painted on them. To get our tickets, I gave the M&Ms to one of the girls from the on the list, and she assured me that she would give them to him. There is so much waiting when you go to a meet and greet, but this time it was fun having people to hang out with and get to know. When it was finally our turn to meet the guys, I was super nervous. I said hi to Danny and gave him a hug. I feel bad for Danny because I'm always in shock when I see the guys and he's always first. I can never pull it together in time to say something to him. I I agree with that. Me too. And this time, like, I can't remember now how Boston went, but I just remember him being like. He was boisterous. He was boisterous. And welcoming. Yes. So. Like, hey, thanks. Like, And that helped. Like, yeah. It set the tone. It It, set the tone. It really did. Donnie was next. I gave him a hug and started talking to him while he was hugging me. I told him that I went to a meet and greet two years ago and I told him I was having a hard time then. That the past year had really been hard. He had looked at me and said it would get better and it did. He smiled at me. I told him I moved to Boston and everything is so much better now. He said he was proud of me and that things are going to continue to get even better. I handed him a letter that I had snuck in and was planning on explaining that it was more my story and asking him to read it if he had a moment. Before I could even say anything, he took it and said he would read it right after the meet and greet and gave me another hug. Vic was pulling on my arm to move on as I was holding up the show. As I moved on to Jordan, I got super, super nervous. I can talk to anyone else, but not him. I said hi very awkwardly and gave him a hug. I said, I bought you, I brought you something, but it was time for the picture before he could say anything. After the pictures, he looked at me and said, what'd you bring me? Oh, Jordan. I was looking around in the meet and greet area and I didn't see a table with gifts. So I said, I brought you some M&Ms, but I, I don't see them. He said, I'm sure they're here somewhere. I said, they're in a red bag, but you have to open them because they're really cool. They have your face on them. He looked really excited and said, really? That's awesome. I said, I hope you get them. They said that they would give them to you. He said, I'm sure they will. Thank you. Oh, Jordan. Jordan. He's a class act. He is. uh, Yes. (laughs) Again, I was holding up the show. As I went to give Joe a hug, he said, coconut what? I said, no. I was telling Jordan I bought him some M&Ms with his face on him. He said, oh, wow, that's awesome. (laughs) 
Coconut what? Joe, what are you talking about? Coconuts. You so random. (laughs) John was last. I gave him a hug and told him I couldn't wait for his new show on HGTV. He said, thank you. When I came out of the meet and greet area, I was super excited. The girl from on the list was there and asked me how it was. I told her it was amazing and that Jordan was excited about my M&Ms. I asked her where they were and she promised me again she would get them to him. My new friends were also super excited. That makes the whole experience even more fun when you have people to share it with. The concert was amazing. We had front row seats, not bar stools, so really second row, but they were still amazing seats. We spent the whole concert waving at the guys and laughing and squealing every time one of them winked or pointed at us, which was quite a bit. At one point, Jordan winked and pointed at me. I like to think he noticed my shirt that said, just a girl from Boston. I think that Donnie noticed it too later. The whole experience was amazing, and I'm so glad that I went. As I told Donnie in my letter, NKOTB has changed my life. As much as I love the guys, and it's a lot, I love meeting new friends and making these memories a whole lot more. The guys are just the cherry on top. That is the truth. Sure is. But like, what about these pictures? Yeah, these pictures are pretty freaking good. Well, okay, this picture, Jordan looks a little bit scared. (laughs) Which one? Look at his face. I was just looking at that. He's like, ah. But then that next picture, like. Oh, yeah. He is a handsome fella. Yes. He is like, I mean, you know, and I think I've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Like, it's just so weird. Like, I, I was in love with him when I was nine. I know. So. And like, here we are. Oh, my God. So also, can we talk about these M&Ms? Because they are pretty cool and they're red. They are. And they also look delicious. And they're red because his microphone's red. Hey. Hey, hey. I've been playing cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I do love them. And they say hugs and kisses. They do. He is so handsome. Even on an M&M. Yes. Even on an M&M. Jordan Knight. You make my heart sing. So. Thank you so much for Thank sending you, your Sarah. story. We appreciate it. Thank you it. so much. Such a good story. Yes. And love that you, you know, met some cool, some cool blockheads. Yeah. Out there in NOLA. Oh where, which we love, by the way. Oh, my God. We love New Orleans so much. I want to go back. Like, Can we now. go back? I want to go back like now. I hope that they do the cruise on a New Orleans. I would love it if they did. Because here's the thing. I just want to go. I just want to go. I want to go back. And maybe we could head to Galveston. Isn't Galveston near New Orleans? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. No. I mean, it's the south part of the U.S. But it's like on the uh, it's like you'd have to like take a boat probably over. I don't know. It would be quicker probably to take a boat. Isn't, I sound like an idiot. Isn't Galveston like, near New Orleans? It's in that Texas. was kind of idiot odic. But Galveston's kind of like New Orleans. That's what it is. It's kind of like similar styles and is it? I don't know. Yeah, but that's what Shane was saying on the podcast. Sh- I don't remember that, but I maybe, do remember. Maybe I imagined it, but I do remember that Shane said he was going to go out to lunch with me. Come on. We got to get to Galveston somehow. He's cool. That was a long time Two ago. Two tickets to pay. That was like a year ago. Oh, R.I.P. Eddie Money. Oh, I love that song so much. It reminds me of the first Paradise Hotel. Oh, yeah. I know I've said that many times and nobody knows what it is. No, but. I'm sure they do. But I love sure it. there's somebody out there. So... We have another story. All right. Let's, I'm going to read hear it. it. Let's hear it. This is Carmen's mixtape tour experience. Carmen. Carmen. You know what Carmen did? I know what Carmen did. You know what you did. 
And a special dress for Jordan. Can I say what Carmen did real quick? Yes. Have I talked about it on here? I don't know if you talked about it on the podcast. So Carmen sent me some Dr. McGillicuddy's... <laughs> like shooters. So Carmen got me some Dr. McGillicuddy shooters in different flavors. Yeah. Because I was supposed to meet up with her in... Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Right? Yeah. And as you guys know, that didn't happen, unfortunately. Right. So um, she sent me a pin, I think. Or no, a sticker. And it was a Wisconsin sticker. I have it on my bulletin board. That's cool. And she sent me some shooters. Nice. So that was she's nice. She's so sweet. I didn't realize there were different flavors of Dr. McGillicuddy's. Oh. Would you like to try one? No, thanks. Okay. I got to work tomorrow. Oh, all right. <laughs> Maybe another time. Maybe another time, yes. <laughs> so this is her story. Here we go. Hey, ladies. Here's my VIP story from Chicago. 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 A couple years ago, I had a dress made for the cruise with a picture of Jordan on it. Yeah. <laughs> Not just any picture. A picture I took on the last tour during Hard. It was a big hit, of course. I decided to wear it for my meet and greet in Chicago because, well... There aren't a lot of occasions to wear a dress like that. So you have to take advantage when you can. You sure do. She wore it on the cruise. And, and it was, it was awesome. amazing. Danny was first. I always seem to have extended awkward conversations with Danny as the line gets kind of backed up. <laughs> in Milwaukee, we talked about cheese. He had a lot of questions about how we eat our cheese in Wisconsin. Oh, so weird. Anyway, this time he looked at my dress and was like, there's a lot going on there. I could totally hear him say that. Me too. Like, I could see him. Just when she said that, I could see his facial expression and everything. He kept peeling the material. <laughs> I showed him the back, which is covered with hot dogs and rocket ships and cucumbers, and he was cracking up. I told him I could make him one if he wanted, but he said he'd pass. <laughs> Carmen, you're so funny. Donnie was next, but he didn't have much to say. Or maybe he did, and I just didn't hear because I knew Jordan was next. Then Jordan. He thought it was amazing. He liked it so much, he had Marcelo take a picture of just the two of us. What? I still can't believe I actually had a conversation with Jordan Knight. 14-year-old me was giddy. Who am I kidding? 42-year-old me was giddy. Hells yes. Still is, in fact. Joe looked at me and then looked around like he just needed someone else to see what he was seeing. So he tapped Jordan on the shoulder and points to me like, did you see this? He told me it was top notch. <laughs> John was hilarious. He covered his eyes and kept saying, no, that's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Afterward, I texted my husband to tell him what happened. And his only response was, I'll pack my stuff. Your life is complete. Oh, I love your husband. He doesn't understand it, but he gets it. I love it. Thank you, ladies, for this podcast and this community. Also, as I'm writing this, Jordan just added my picture to his Insta story. So oh, my, brain my God. Stop functioning. I remember when that Carmen. happened. Me, too. It was amazing. I know. I was freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Carmen. I love this. I love this dress so much. It's so cute. It's adorable. And it looks great on her. It really does. It's such a cute dress. You wear it well, Carmen. You do. Keep on making those dresses. So the next dress for real needs to be a picture of you and Jordan with you in the dress. Yes. Yes. That's what it needs to be for the cruise. Look Just at that saying. picture. I mean, look at his smile. In that I know. Picture. It's like I know. perfect. I know. It's basically perfect. Oh, my gosh. So cute. Carmen, you're awesome. Carmen, I love you. So and I can't wait to share Dr. McGillicuddy, McGillicuddy's, McGillicuddy's with you the next time we are together. I will have a shot. Gotta have some of the doctor. Just one. Maybe two. 
So, Carmen, thank, thank you so you much. Thank you so much. We love you. You know that. All right. Our last story is from Rachel. And this is entitled Rachel's 30-year-old fan letter. And I believe the way that this came was she posted it in our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, can we share that on the podcast? I think I remember that. I would love to share this on the podcast. And she said, sure. So she sent it. So this is Rachel's 30-year-old fan letter. It is interesting that this is something that I began writing in 1990. I found an old school folder filled with loose leaf paper and just a few lines scribbled on it. But it was obvious that it was a start of a fan letter to you, New Kids on the Block. It started out saying... I'm heartbroken. I won't be able to see you at the Bradley Center January 10th. I had to sell my tickets, but that doesn't mean I don't still love you. I remember the pain of having to sell those tickets, and in my head, I can still see the girl and her mom that bought them come to my house to pick them up. Oh, the pain to a 15-year-old blockhead. But seeing this letter, seeing these words, and recently seeing the mixtape tour has compelled me to finish and add on to this letter almost 30 years later. My heart is filled with such joy and gratitude after finally attending my Milwaukee concert so many years later the other evening. I never felt like I fit in when I was a teen. I spent the majority of my time studying and working to help support my family. The moments I felt like a teen and felt normal were listening to my tapes and CDs of NKOTB, Debbie Gibson, and Tiffany. I would look forward to going to the drugstore and picking up the latest Teen Beat magazine for new posters to decorate my spaces with. At one point, my entire basement and stairway was NKOTB photos. I took piano lessons and would beg my piano instructor to get all of your music. Those were the weeks I would really practice my lessons. I was pleasantly surprised to find the sheet music still in my possession all these years later. Oh, that's awesome. Remind me after the story to talk to you about sheet music. Yes. I did finally get a chance to see you at Alpine Valley in Wisconsin during the summer of 1990. That made up for the Bradley Center disappointment, but I remember we were sitting on the lawn and I could barely see you. But I was happy to be there and get my large pin and concert t-shirt to take home. I must have picked up from there writing the fan letter because the next line was, I was so glad to see you guys perform finally. I hope you heard me screaming for you. You were all amazing. Silly girl, like everyone wasn't screaming. I was very sad when you guys stopped recording together in the 90s. I spent a lot of time listening to your solo efforts and listening to all the old and KOTB music. You have never left my rotation and honestly never will. When I say I'll be loving you forever, I mean it. Imagine my joy when I heard that you were reuniting in 2008. I was excited to finally be able to go to shows and see the band live. My friends and I were able to attend shows in Chicago and Green Bay. I enjoyed the new music and made it into frequent rotation in my work time playlist. In the job that I had at the time, I needed a joyful playlist just to get through each and every day. I never realized until later in life that a lot of my awkwardness was due to my overpowering anxiety disorder. When I heard that John had suffered from this for so very long, silently, I felt an even stronger connection to the band. The support and love that you showed him made me feel better and less afraid to open up about the anxiety that I feel. It wasn't something to be embarrassed or ashamed of. John, you're an inspiration to all who suffer from this. The strength you show has inspired me to come out of my shell and live more. The support your brothers show is inspiring. Thank you for sharing this journey with us. For many years, I had a job that was less than healthy for me mentally. Without your music and inspiration, I don't know if I would have made it through. 
When your song Thankful came out, it almost became an anthem for me to stay strong and keep going at work. I would remind myself that I had things to be thankful for and that fun times were ahead with another tour to look forward to. I knew that for at least three hours, I would have fun and forget about being an adult in this crazy world. And for that, I thank you. While it doesn't seem like a lot, those three hours of fun and laughter could stay with me for weeks even, getting me through some really tough times. I always had the music to take me back to those fun times in my head. I was able to finally get a better job in December and was eagerly anticipating the mixtape tour coming to Milwaukee in June. Finally, 30 years later, I was going to get my Milwaukee concert moment. From someone who rarely leaves the 90s, the mixtape tour was like a dream come true. My friends were like, someone made this tour just for you. (laughs) My two friends and I were supposed to go together. Sadly, my one friend lost her mother days before the concert and was unable to attend. My friend Vicky and I went to the concert and were heading to our seats in the nosebleed section when a worker at the... At the Fiserv? I think it's Fiserv, yeah. Fiserv, okay. Asked us if we would like to sit closer. Of course we did. We like to think that Michelle's mom upgraded us and was there with us in spirit. She is anxious for the next tour. The concert was amazing. For three hours that night, I didn't feel like a 44-year-old. I felt like that 15-year-old girl again without a care in the world. All the problems of our world, the anxiety I suffer was gone. Just singing and dancing with 15,000 friends. We all have things in our life, but that brief moment in time, we just had the joy. And that is because of all of you. The love and joy you radiate to those around you makes a person want to be a better human and pay attention to those around you. Live with kindness, love with an open heart, and never stop having fun. That is what I take from you. I've never had the opportunity to personally thank you for what you have brought to my life. You have been a light in my darkest times, getting me through to the other side. Smiles in the happiest times and my favorite band of all time. Maybe someday I can properly thank you. Until then, I hope that this reaches you and you know how very much you are appreciated and loved. The closing to my original 1990 fan letter was, I may never be a cover girl, but I hope I can be a favorite girl. Aww. I think that still rings true today. Keep on smiling and keep being the best band on the planet. Much love and admiration. Rachel. Thank you so much, Rachel. That was a great letter. Thank you so much. That was really really nice thank you for letting us share it because it really is a great letter yeah it is and i think that it's you know every story is unique yes but at the end of the day like other people have had the same type of experiences right 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 right. and we identify with it exactly and i think that that is great and we appreciate you letting us share on the podcast yes thank you so that's it but would you like me to tell my story about sheet music yes i think that you should just i think we should touch on it so it's upstairs. I haven't opened it yet. But you guys, guess who finally got the sheet music to the song? If you go away. Oh, my God. I totally forgot. <laughs> you guys, it's late. It's late tonight and my brain is not. Yeah. So if you go away, you know how I was looking for the song because I wanted to get a tattoo and so on and so forth. That means you get to get your tattoo. Yeah. You're going to go with me. Sure. I'm not going to get one, but I'll you'll watch. I will stand by your side. So I think I'm I'm going to get it up my arm. Really? Yeah. Like right there. Like I'm going to get it up my arm. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be big. She's going to be big. Yep. And then and then I'm so I'm going to get that and then I'm going to turn over and like right here. I'm going to get thankful right there. Like our friends. Like your friend. Like like your friends. Like our friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Or I might get it like here. Yeah. So 
I'm going to get two and one. I'm just going to do it. Maybe I'll get thankful. I'd get it here. Oh, that's Actually, nice. I would do it here on that one. Oh, maybe I'll do that. Maybe we should do it together there. Maybe. Let's do it. I have to think about it. I've been thinking about things a little bit, a little bit. I want to get a tattoo together. <laughs> well, you need to get your sheet music tattoo. Well, what if we get this first? Because I'm not doing the sheet music tattoo. So no. you do that. I just don't know how big I want it. I just don't know. I think I'll give it to Sam, my friend who's yeah, a tattoo yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll say, like, here's the music. I don't really know what to do with it, but yeah. I want to put this verse yeah. in into a tattoo. Do you have any ideas? So are you just going to put like the no, like the, the notes? Yes. Okay. I almost thought of doing like a circular, mm-hmm. like a circular um, yeah. thing. So it was kind of like a circle meant like, but like have it start in the middle. Yeah. And go around. So it's like, so it like comes out I've like come a... out of the darkness. Oh, that's nice. So it has like a hidden meaning. So where would you put that if it was a circle? It's going to lay different. Right. So I think I would put that probably on my back, like right here. Yeah. Yeah. Like where your fire dancer is. Speaking of my fire dancer. Yeah. This is off topic. Oh, go for it. I've been listening to a lot of DM radio, DMB radio. Yeah. And so you, now you're like totally like embracing the fire dancer. No. Oh. Because it's a bad tattoo. Oh. I mean, that's a bad tattoo. It's not so much what it is that is like. Because the fire dancer is actually really cool. I think it is like I, like Dave Matthews band was, has been a huge part of my life. That's why it was I a didn't... huge part of my like teenage but life. It's not a bad tattoo. No, it's he. They did a bad job. Even Kevin's seen it. He's like, That's not, I don't know why she doesn't like that. That's a nice tattoo. No, it does not look nice. Like it could be. It's very fixed. colorful and very nice. Well, it's not green like you got in the navy in forty six. No, but the colors are not done well. Like they're not yeah. like shade. Like okay, I get it. You know what I mean? They're yeah, yeah. like very like hmm. yeah. Like it's like it's not blended or something. Yeah. But I'm listening to a lot of DMB radio and it's brought me back to like being 16. Like it reminds me of driving around in my car. It reminds me of going to school. It reminds me of driving my mom's Mercury. I'm Sable. okay with Dave Matthews band. Just like I'm okay with fish. Although I do like some Dave Matthews. I, I did go to see him in concert. Yeah, I I am. Don't drink the water. There's blood in the water. <laughs> no, but I was listening to some good songs on the way here. Like what? Grave Digger. No. <laughs> so the first song when I got in my car it was Gray Street, which reminds me of senior year of high school. Okay. And then it went to like a live, like a Sirius XM, like live sessions or whatever. Satellite actually it turned into satellite so no satellite make, gives me fond memories it does yes it does what does it remind you of it reminds me of darcy and i like laying on the basketball court looking for ufos yeah you were looking for ufos yes back then i wasn't scared oh my gosh that's crazy i know not anymore on those days are over <laughs> wow wow you can really dance. <laughs> I said, no. wow. <laughs> but no, it was, it was, it was good. Fun. It was fun. So anyway, that's DMB. That. And now you're going to get your tattoo. Yeah. I just, I need to figure out where to put it. If you guys have any ideas, snap them at me. Why don't you put it like right here? Because that would hurt like hell. 
Is that why? That's like Brooke is pointing to like underneath your arm, like underneath, like by your armpit, but like, like underneath the like arm. Underneath. That hurts like hell. Have you ever had a tattoo there? I hear that that hurts like hell. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. Why don't you put it like right here? Because it would look like pow. Like <laughs> pow, 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 pow. What if, okay, I really like shoulder tattoos. Well, that's what I was Not saying. Not the back, like the top of the shoulder. What if it like was like What if that? it was like here? Okay, small. So, so I don't, I have a thing with that part of my body. I don't like it. Okay. So I'm like a bad person cutlets. to ask. Yes. Okay. And I have a freckle there and I've always been embarrassed of it. I don't know why. It's stupid. We <laughs> weirdo. I know. Why are you embarrassed of a freckle, weirdo? I've always hated it. Brock Elizabeth. Since I was a child. That's so weird. Don't be embarrassed of that freckle. I know. It is weird. But like I was super paranoid of it when I was a kid. Wow. It's a freckle. I know. Like it's just a weird thing. I don't know. I've always, I've like always been hung up on it. But like I would never remove it. Thanks guys. Yeah. So anyway. Send us your stories. Yeah. Send us your stories. My, My so-called, so-called whatever, whatever at gmail.com. Come follow us on Pinterest. Yay. Yeah. Find us there. Yeah. And um, on oh, Tumblr, too. I was wondering if you were on Tumblr. Yeah. Well, I, we've always had one. Well, I just had like, been posting. A- are you active, I'm on, active it? on it? Yeah. That's another thing I don't, I don't understand. Tumblr. Come on over to Instagram and Instagram. Absolutely. Send us your scary stories. Um, Find us on Twitter. So call whatever. Yeah. Facebook in the Facebook group. Oh, yeah. Come join our Facebook group, please. Yeah, so we'll see you soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, next week. Peace out. Yeah. Bye. Bye.